welcome everybody <laughs> to episode seven of Higher Education, a fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons game set in the Strixhaven universe with a wholly original story. And you know what? Today we have a special guest, Abria. Oh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> Do you mind introducing yourself and, and uh, vague, vaguely who you're playing today? Hi, I'm Abria Iyengar, and today I'm playing Redacted. How big did you want? You could say her name. <laughs> okay, well, I, I don't know. I mean, just don't, don't, don't reveal her, her machinations. <laughs> Hi. Or do. Or do or whatever. Do. I don't, don't care. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> Let's metagame this in a visual scope. <laughs> I love it. Uh, hi, I'm playing Professor Sorva, first name Salome. Uh, Prismari, here to represent, because none of y'all are cool enough to be in my college. I don't... <laughs> please, you have to move on from me. I oh. never nailed I was the like, intro. I was like, Abria, you specifically picked Prismari because no one was in it. <laughs> that's what I said. I think that's, I think that's what I said. <laughs> You were like, I feel like that's what oh, I said. No one's in it. I want to be there and then I'll be a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that that's exactly what I sounded like. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, well, we can move on. Liv, what's up? <laughs> Hi, I'm, I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh my God. Introduce yourself and your character. <laughs> Y'all are <laughs> menaces today. I'm sick of it already. Oh I was just asking how you were doing, but I guess we've been torturing you uh, <laughs> for the better half of half an hour. So that's fair. <laughs> uh, anyway. Hi everybody. I'm Liv. I use she, they pronouns. I play uh, uh, Ciro Lily Twill. I literally almost pulled out a different name. Anyway, Ciro who is our grad student from Witherbloom, uses they, them pronouns. Yeah. Drag, what's up? Not much. Uh, I'm a year older, which is cool. Uh, yeah, yesterday. happy that belated birthday cool. as of yesterday. Thanks, I'm officially 15 happy birthday, years old. That's um, right. Birthday, <laughs> oh, wow. That's a big age, you know? Yeah. Yeah, my voice is just about that. cracking is great. Um, but I am Drak or Draconics. You can find me on Twitter at Draconics. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. I use he, they pronouns, and I'm going to be playing Barugash, the um, Gorgon inventor, uses um, she, he, they pronouns. And I guess I'll also be piloting their construct, Star, um, who is their humanoid construct that they built over the past four or five years. And that follows them everywhere. Um, and their pronouns are she, they, and it. Um, yeah, that's me. I'm also Manslaughter, I guess. Uh, just in case anyone missed that. <laughs> um, just to make sure everyone's caught up. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited for the repercussions of everything that's going on. I'm excited for the consequences of my actions, inactions. Yeah, <laughs> consequence me, daddy. Mm. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Humna. I use any and all pronouns, and I am a teacher RPG performer. Uh, today, I'll be playing Jaisha, who uses they, Ray pronouns, and Jaisha is our Earth Genasi sorcerer blood hunter who is not repressing anything. And I don't know why you would suggest that they are doing that. They're coping very, very well. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's weird you would say it if it wasn't happening. It's why I bring it up at all. Right? Exactly. Like, why would you? Why would you talk about it? Anyway, <laughs> gotta go. 
It's Connie Go. Hi, everyone. I'm Connie. My pronouns are they, he, and she. You can find me all across the internet at by Connie Chong. That's B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-C-H-A-N-G. Today, I'm going to be playing Mystagog Stag Zua Graves for you all. She is a Goliath Barbarian. Uh, they, she pronouns, they are massive. Uh, they're on the surface like a lorehold jock, you know, Vembo, head empty. Very friendly, though, uh, but they're, they come from a very powerful family. But deep down inside, the big axe they carry all the time uh is also secretly like an axe because they all they want to do is play music dad but their dads won't let them because music is for losers well, so i'm really interested bad. to meet this <laughs> <laughs> they are zach efron in high school musical everyone i i'm so convinced that everyone here is in a different movie and stags in high school musical oh i'm so <laughs> yeah. excited she's not ready right to, to step out of the the sport sport movie yet uh and i think i'm gonna pass things over to see right who's to my left or right yeah yeah well if you're in high school musical i'm in mad max fury road hi everyone my name is cia <laughs> usually them pronouns you can find me making very trans very gay art on the internet at pie sharp art um today i'm playing ecstasy who is a very normal silver quill student who uses they them pronouns and is definitely not a death nun assassin or some other third redacted thing so don't worry about it they're fine they are our favorite uh rogue assassin gloomstalker ranger super combo tiefling dragonborn and with that i'll pass it over to vanna that gets more and more chaotic every time i try to say it out loud <laughs> with my mouth. it's just a checklist at this point uh that just keeps keeps growing longer um possible serial killer I think you maybe forgot that one. Serial killer is kind of, I mean, what is a serial killer? Is it someone who kisses or kisses? It's It's a job. (laughs) A serial killer is like a. That's like a. (laughs) That's like a hobby. Yes, serial killers are hobbyists. Yes, Yes. assassins are the industry professionals. Jot that down. That would um, uh, stag be if we found out that X was a serial kisser and had kissed everybody (laughs) except (laughs) Stag would act super cool, like, "Oh yeah, you can kiss whoever you want," and then like secretly fire. There's a there's an unrequited uh, love between Stag and X right now, mostly because most unexpected couple because X is incapable. Feeling human emotion. <laughs> um, amazing. But yes, I'm Havana or Vanna. I'll be your GM today and producer and wearing all the other hats, except for one of the NPCs today, which is taking over. Thank you, Abria. You've saved me much trouble and, and allowed me to use my energy on things that I enjoy, such as um reading the first chapter of a manga and then never reading it ever again. Uh wait, what manga? I need to know what Jinxaw manga. Man. I need to read the manga. Just what, what's oh, the anime? I, I, like I love the anime. Oh, yeah. I don't like Chainsaw Man. Sorry. That's my that unpopular that's opinion. Very, that's hey, that's I like it. Spicy. Yeah. I don't Spicy. like Demon Slayer. That's fair. I don't Wait, know why you just say fucked up that. shit and expect us <laughs> not to call you on it. <laughs> Jesus you Christ. You don't want this Connie said something brave, but Liv just said something controversial for the fun of it, and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> you you have read my legitimate essay on I know, why I, I don't I like read Demon it, Slayer. And I agree don't with it as well. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I'm with, I'm with Liv on this. Demon Slayer's not good. I'm All right. Well, that was episode seven. Thank you so much go here anymore. Yeah. for coming. <laughs> it was so nice. <laughs>
over for it. <laughs> if it's a sin to be hot and correct, then crucify me and Hamna. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. Uh, we'll we'll table this as we always do every week for a different day that will never come. Um, but I also want to tell you, higher education, this show right here that you are uh, viewing with your eyes or perhaps hearing with your ears or perhaps both. Uh, and uh, it is presented by Penny Dragon Games. Please go check them out. They make a lot of awesome supplements for the 5e system. Um, and they've been doing a new series called $1 One Shots on their Kickstarter. One just closed, I think, a week ago, uh, but they're going to have another one up soon. And they're up really shortly. And as soon as they close, they're fulfilled because all the contents are digital. Uh, so you can pick them up uh I think like within two weeks of the Kickstarter closing uh, and you'll get um, a uh, what's it called? Like a module. You'll get a module. You'll get an NPC. Uh, you'll get a monster and uh, you'll also get a bonus module. So you can just you can just uh, get one and that should last you. I don't know, six months in a in a regular you know, long-term campaign with, with scheduling issues and stuff like that. So <laughs> it, it's a, it's only $1 and you know, $1, six months. That's pretty, that's a pretty good deal. Um, but please check out our other sponsors, exclamation point sponsors. Um, go check all of them out. They are fantastic. Uh, they create all sorts of different fifth, uh, not just fifth edition, but tabletop RPG, uh, accessories and, uh, modules and maps and tools to help you create your own game, uh, and tell your own story. Uh, and we also have a coupon code on that last one. If you want 10% off, uh, of that last sponsor there, we also have a daily goal exclamation point goal in the chat. If we hit that, which now we're only $20 away from hitting. So thank you. Uh, if we hit that, we'll do a bonus scene, uh, either at the end of the next episode, or we will record it off stream and share it on socials on the YouTube eventually. Um, and you can do exclamation point H E. Uh, and the chat stands for higher education to check out our pot, a link to our social media, which is just Twitter, <laughs> our podcast, uh, and also the Kofi where you can support us off stream. Um, and we have a goal. We're very close to hitting there that if we hit, we'll, uh, unlock a third player interview. Uh, so go check that out. If you want another Avenue to support us, um, y'all are so cute. <laughs> um, what else was I doing? Oh, and check out our content warnings, H-E-C-W. All these commands are in the title as well, if you need to reference them. Um, we want you all to prioritize your safety and your comfort first and foremost. So if any themes come up that are are too much, uh, please don't feel bad if you've got to excuse yourself. Uh, and current and themes we have explored so far uh, that could possibly be triggering are fantasy violence and gore, trauma, psychological abuse, death, and bullying. Uh, so please take care of yourself and step away if you need to. Um, and you can check out our wiki for written recaps. Uh, C is taking those over next for this episode. Uh, C is my literal hero because I write eight page recaps and that's not a recap. That's a transcript. Uh, so they will be much more digestible soon. <laughs> so you can look forward to that, but yeah, check out our obsidian portal. Um, and yeah, uh, we're at Strix Higher Ed on Twitter. And if you want to share art or fanfic, we got some fanfic recently, um, or feedback or, uh, you know, gentle criticisms. <laughs> Just so, I'm so, so so not interested in feedback. <laughs> You're not, <laughs> I'm okay. Thank you. Get you all can, the way out of the comments. You can, yep. you can have 
hashtag. Yeah, no, thank you. You can use hashtag higher ed RPG. Um, and yeah, check out the Twitter if you want to see the fanfic and fan art we're talking about. We always retweet everybody and stuff like that. So, um, and last but not least, make sure you follow the channel here. And if you already have, thank you. Uh, and I'm sorry. Uh, and with that, is there anything else, y'all? What? What are you pointing at? But the here. channel. The channel. Right here. Oh. We're here. We're here. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> We're here. Um, oh, and yeah, wish Drac a happy birthday because it was his birthday Yay! yesterday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, happy birthday Drac. Birthday yeah, Azra in chat is who wrote uh, wrote the fanfic for all of our characters. It's so cute. Write more fanfic. It's very cute. I, I was, uh, I'm always scared when someone's like, here, I have fanfic, then I'm going to read it. It's going to be like the most lewd, upsetting thing. <laughs> Do um, not go look at what I tweet or what I post on Tumblr. I'm out there like, I read all the smutty stuff. Tag me in it. About <laughs> your characters? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, me too. I would agree. Same. Honestly, it's, it's good too. content. It's yeah. good shit. I like commission loot on oh my, my character. And I think like, well, it's great. Like, like I welcome I welcome the smut up. about Jaysha. It's fine. Well, you there you go. Well, let's go. Let's do a round. Who Who is uncomfortable with smut of their character? Okay, great. Okay, if you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's your consent well, fanfic you writers. I I hey, know. what I'm gonna say, I'm paying an artificer. Do you use that what you want? Like oh. Hey, the Laren in me sees you and goes, It's gonna get weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get worse than you think. Oh my god. I think I'm just sitting here and I'm like, would I be bothered by the actual like that it happened, or would I be very hyper aware of like Never mind. I'm gonna stop this train of thought. Anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm picking. I'm picking it up and saying that X is a top, and if you write fanfic where they bottom, you're wrong. That's right, the fanfic where X bottoms. Do it. Do it. Do it. I only want to read that. Does it's that death mean of the death of the PC? Like, I'm so sorry. Yes, yeah, it does mean. When I, I write my day Ao3 Ao3 things, it's not about you anymore. And what I don't think it's a head cannon. It's a head cannon. You gotta. I don't think there's any cannon. question about what kind of position Sierra would take. So I'm fine. Pillow princess. Pillow princess. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to clarify though, stag is a bottom. Is that what we've we've learned? <laughs> yeah. If X is a well, top, well, if X is a top, oh, okay, 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 okay. You can do whatever you want. I like it. Salome likes temperature play. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Okay. 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 Are we gonna open on a really cool? The most first intro. Oh my god. How did they begin fading to black? Uh, I don't understand. <laughs> if one of the mods Incredible. could add to the content warning list, uh, sub sexual content, <laughs> sexual themes, I'd appreciate it. Um, okay, I'm gonna start now. If you perverts are done, nope, nope. <laughs> well, I'm I'll not start. done, but you can. You can I'll do start anyway, you and you can work it in as we go. <clears throat> It's been almost a month since the five of you heard the shattering of Chorus's petrified body echoing off the bottom of that cavernous hollow in the sewers. Almost a month since you heard Klecka's laugh, answering like death itself, joyfully claiming its next soul. Almost a month since you decided the best course of action was to cover it all up. Almost a month since everything was put into motion. And every day, it seems the dedication to your machinations grows and the likelihood of being able to turn back shrinks. A new hole is being dug and you are all at the bottom of it. 
laboring side by side. It's less a question of if you will hit the molten core of this matter, but rather when. You can feel the impending eruption beneath your feet as surely as you can feel the steady beat of your own heart in your chest. An informal investigation has begun into Chorus's unexplained absence. Students at large have begun whispering, but faculty have been doing their best to keep everyone calm and keep any new details on a need-to-know basis. There seems to be some hesitation to take the case seriously, as Chorus has been becoming more and more absent leading up to his disappearance. Many faculty and students alike are wont to think he bailed on school completely and would likely pop back up when it served him. Chorus's parents and a persistent few insist that something must be wrong and more action needs to be taken. His co-advisors, Adrix and Nev, Quandrick's professors of both theory and substance, respectively, have been quietly observing and noting the changes in the water circulation and patterns beneath Strixhaven and hypothesize that the two ordeals are perhaps correlated in some way. But on this day, all of you and the rest of the advanced students at the university are required to attend a seminar titled What to Expect When You're Expecting to Ascend. As it is universally assumed that anyone staying along the academic track beyond the required four years must be aiming for ascension. The seminar is being held on the Prismari campus on Conjurate Hall, a towering structure with a glassed-in observation area at the top, constantly changing strands of elemental energy encircling the monolith. Being inside the observation deck is a bit like being inside a kaleidoscope that is behind a spiraling waterfall in the throes of a blood-red sunset. As you enter the space, you see Uvilda Mistcoiler and the, Pris the Prismari Dean of Perfection and Salome Sorva, Prismari Professor of Expression, awaiting your arrival. Abria, can you describe Salome and, uh, and what maybe we find them doing as uh, th the group enters the space as you enter uh you notice that that second dean of uh expression is also sort of walking in and settling herself she's maybe five five uh a fire genasi of magenta and like deep orange flame that kind of matches the sunset with embers sort of kicking off of her not just at her at her hair but like at any points of articulation she unbundles herself from like this big cloak and like a giant scarf around her neck and puts down like you know just an oversized water bottle with a straw and like pulling snacks out she's giving i'm just gonna be very clear movement professor uh from drama school energy and just putting everything down and just whoa, warm ups and oh, we stay limber in the space oh brah, brah. perfection expression hello students <laughs> <laughs> don't know why she's breathing heavy she's done very little <laughs> i mean breathing exercises are very important as well um, from your diaphragm <laughs> And sort of exactly um, the foil to <laughs> Salome is uh, Uvilda, who is standing just straight up, hands behind her back, not Wild. moving an inch, chin up, 
Uh, and she is a, a blue skinned water genasi. And she has uh, this just perfectly uh, ironed and white frill that starts around her neck and works up into this huge collar and back down the other side. And she's wearing um, a, a blue dress that works all the way down her body and past her feet. So she's almost like this singular tube of fabric that has all of this uh, white fringe and frill around it. And then translucent um, sort of banners of uh, arcane elemental energy waft off of the ruffles. Uh, and she has a smart uh, collared jacket that is poised perfectly and buttoned uh, centrally at the very crux of uh, the, the, the thinnest point of her waist. She looks very put together and uh, uninterested in whatever Salome is uh, doing. Is it inappropriate if I say you are the stiffest looking water genasi I've ever seen? You're literally a fluid and yet... <clears throat> well, when you put a fluid in a glass... Does it not stay in that shape? Uh, I pick up my giant water bottle and shake it. It's still moving in the glass. So, in this example, are you the glass or the water? I'm the water in the glass. But the glass helps me maintain my form. What do you think would happen if we broke the glass? Don't break the glass. Ugh. Oh, they're here. Hello, students. Hi, hi. I don't recognize any of you. Um, as oh, you no, I do. <laughs> Wait, who do you recognize? She's lying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, as y'all enter on this scene, is there anything that, that you do or say, or maybe even an internal, mo internal monologue as you kind of take in the dynamic between these two... Uh, prismari faculty i am waving at whoever makes eye contact with me like i remember them no hi yeah oh, so see you. as soon as she comes in and sees these two ganasi women doing their thing she she waves really big uh like this big charming like pearly white smile spreading across her face uh looking directly at professor um is it was it salome uh, salome Salome, Professor Salome, and just goes, ah, Professor and Professor, good to see you. Hello. Good morning. So good to see you again. Oh, how are you? Uh, I've been well. It's, it's been a few months since the uh, cross-department faculty meet and greet. Uh, how, how have your classes been? Oh, um, I would, in, if I had to pick one word to talk about them, I would, let's be brief. I would say transcendental. Thank you so much for asking. How are yours going? Ah, uh, uh, they're, uh, they're going, you know. I, I, I still remember what you told me during the meet and greet about, um, you know, letting my inner <laughs> spark come out. And I, I've never that really thought Sounds like me. About that, I just you know, as a lore hold major and all, I, I guess there's not much opportunity for me to do much Prismari stuff. Look, I won't hold, lore hold that against you. And we're moving, uh, uh, and we're moving in the space. 
Uh, Stag is completely like, yeah, like she's really into this. It's nodding. She sits down in like the front row and she actually even like puts some of her bags down on the seats next to her and like gestures toward her cohort. Amazing. Like, hey, uh, I'm I passing dry kiwi to Stag, like get a little snack. Here oh, it's a fruit, but dehydrated. Mmm. <laughs> yeah. mm. Zero looks like side eyes jaysha in this moment and oh jaysha's name is in my book and i with no um components no like symbol like hand movements or anything cast message to jaysha and just what the absolute fuck is happening (laughs) i'm not quite sure the prismari college is uh not one that i tend to frequent so I'm not quite used to this energy. It is an energy, isn't it? It is very much an energy. Yeah. And I think uh, in contrast to Stag's enthusiasm, I think Jaisha is like already has rare like glasses on. They have a book in hand, like mage hand ready to go, like already taking like notes on the space and whatnot. And they are quite, I think, rigid in the way that they are sort of standing and moving about uh, in the space complete opposite energy to the way that professor salome is kind of just like like moving around the space and i think they actually look a little bit uncomfortable uh because they weren't expecting this atmosphere i think they were expecting like like a lecture you know like we were going to sit down we were going to like learn something and all that and i think ray is starting to get a little bit nervous about what exactly this class is going to entail yeah, I think you even uh, maybe there's a moment where you lock eyes with Yvilda uh, and she just gives you a, an exasperated understanding bit of eye contact <laughs> where she's like, I'm with you. <laughs> this is a lot. Um, yeah. What about what about Baru? Um, see, if you don't mind, I feel like Baru probably come in with X. Um so Baru comes in with X with and with Star, their contract. It's kind of like something about seven foot two. And it's I always describe it as Art Nouveau, but a construct kind of vibe. So they kind of walk in. You can hear, you probably hear the thudding footsteps of them before you actually see them. And Baru is watching um, Solomé just kind of like, every time they say like from the diaphragm, they just notice themselves breathing deep. I'm like, oh, I'm from the diaphragm. Uh, um, it's nice, right? It's up. I, I suppose so. Um, kind and of like you, t- you come here, come here, come here. Get close, get close. Oh, y- yeah. All right. When you, what do you do? What do? You, what is your? What do you do? Uh, I'm I'm a law hold student. I create, no. I, yeah. Mm. I don't care about the call. What do you do? I I do a lot of things. Uh, um um uh, glass blowing, blacksmithing. Where does it come from? Um, stop hesitating. I you go you here, right? Ingre- yes, you're smart, good at I magic. I think so. Why yes. are you hesitating? Are you afraid of me? You have a seven yes. foot construct, and I'm a five five uh person. Wait, why did you hesitate? Why did you? Salome, unnerving, right? Salome, could you please stop harassing Excuse the me, students? Hi, um, can you just be a glass? You're giving still life, and I would love for you to continue that. I'm having a moment, 
and I just put my hand up and I think uh, anyone within maybe like 15 feet of Salome would feel like if you have hair on your skin, you would feel it start to stand on end and begin to smell like burning plastic, like before a lightning strikes. I think the snakes on my head kind of start hissing as they react to this as well. Answer. Where does it come um, from? My head, brain, mind. That doesn't feel right, does it? That's where you think your thoughts. Where does the thing that creates come from? Some of us call it fire. It feels a little obvious. <laughs> but that heat, that energy, where do you feel it? It's not in your head. I don't know if I know the right answer to this question. Is I'm going, going to, to push him in the chest. I want to hit him. Oh. Uh, like hit him? Hit him? Mm -hmm. Okay, attack yeah. roll, please. <laughs> Can I oh, get 17? 17, what's your... <laughs> that hits. Uh, <laughs> I'm um, a squishy person. <laughs> do you have a react X? I don't think anyone expected I'm, this. I have a reaction. That oh my god, I do. I could stop this. Sag, but aren't but you dancing? <laughs> yeah, you know, I have I have to? spirit shield. Uh, but I think like I'm totally enraptured by Professor Sorva. Like I'm like, look, like, yeah. And I think there's a moment where, like, as Professor Sorva's talking about like where does it come from, where Stag's hand just reflexively goes up and touches her sternum over her chest. Like she knows. Like instantly, instinctively, there's something about what Professor Sorv is saying that is resonating on a register that she doesn't even know is within her. Uh, so she she doesn't react. Actually, she like lets it happen. I want to time it then with Stag's like touching of their own chest, like just a hit there, and it kicks up Cinders. I think it does like a point of damage. I don't have a strong uh, strength. It's an unarmed strike, but I just want that place to feel warm and noted. There. That's where it comes from. My sternum. Your gut. Your heart. Your diaphragm. That, that place deep within you that we don't have to talk about the physiology of. Everyone here is different. Has different builds to them, but they all have that same place. You have that place and I just think it's important that you don't let it grow still. And I just give a withering look over at my uh, fellow Dean. <laughs> um, okay. Um, okay, Professor. Uh, Liv, are, are no, you, it's, are it's you holding? Okay. Sarah's yeah, holding in her hand. I think Ciro has like flittered over to a seat. Um, and it's just there hand up after seeing this entire exchange and just, um, yeah. It, isn't this supposed to be, what does this have to do with the lecture? It's so good that you ask <sighs> Miss Lily Twill. Salome, you have your designated spot after my presentation where you can do anything you want with these uh, young minds within reason uh, after clarifying. I am finished. Okay. Well, go ahead. Uh, now and I'm just going to like 
walk into a little like taped off square, like a very obvious mark for me, like a little cat (laughs) standing in my little spot. And I just kind of keep wiggling. Now, if everybody could please take your seats. Um, Uh, Are there assigned seats? No! Patricia hasn't moved from like the the hall, like in between all of the different seats. There were assigned seats. Oh no, I grabbed some by the front here. But but Salome decided, took it upon herself to get rid of the labels, so... I burned them with my fire. That's correct. So please sit anywhere you like. Uh, And you look around and you do see that it's not just you, but it's also uh, your compatriots from Herlin House uh, and then any sort of like uh, random assorted advanced uh, study students that aren't in like the two main grad student housing uh, options. I think that at Stag's very enthusiastic um, gesturing, uh, Jisha will kind of like nervously go over and then like take the seat next to Stag and just kind of like lean over and whisper, do you have any idea what we're supposed to be doing today? Uh, it's just like some like ascension preparation lecture. I had no idea there was like a post lecture like dance thing happening. That's I don't really cool. dance. Is it mandatory? <laughs> but, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but there is your answer. Well, come on, Jaisha. You you can loosen up a little. You've got your collar all starched and your little sucky. Aren't plants kind of you know like art artsy? Not when there's, they grow. There's mathematics to plants, you know, their structure. It's it's predetermined. There's patterns. It's predictable. Yeah, but some of the carnivorous plants out by the Witherbloom campus, like, they, like, dance and pulse and quiver and stuff. To get prey. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool. You want me to dance to get prey? <laughs> what? No. No, no, that's not exactly. Uh, 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 Baru, X. X? Where is X? Oh, yeah. Where, what is X doing? <laughs> I think, like, they've been sitting in the seat on the other side of you the entire time. Uh, and they have been completely enraptured by Professor Salome. And the thing that they do where they literally don't have any idle animations seems to be like glitching out. Like you're looking into a broken mirror because every time Salome does something, X kind of does like an echo of it in their own body. And then like will become completely still after a second. Like they are learning every somatic component to this person. And when like Salome like talks about fire like a bit of the red scale underneath x's throat glows a little bit almost like they're picking up the resonance copying it and remembering it in their own body and they are just like sitting there like back and forth in these odd positions like as salome is going and they go what you uh, wanted I, something? Oh, oh, oh hey there you are i just i lost track of you mm-hmm. no that happens yeah You like Professor Sorva stuff too, don't you? I've never seen you move so much. No, it's, um, yeah, no. What's the lecture today? Ah, uh, some boring Ascension stuff. Come on, Sarah, <laughs> you're sitting all the way back. <laughs> I, I think you sat at the front, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> so you're and just she's like. very loud. You're just, she's, you're I just to tag some more, like, I think it's like a trail mix, just like a gorp situation. Yeah. <laughs> Lovian actually training stag right now. 
Oh, you did good. Have a little treat. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, Uvilda absolutely hears that and just clears her throat in an obvious, like, uh, shut it down kind of way. And, and then says, if everyone is ready, we can begin. Oh, yeah, sorry, excuse me. And I'm just like shuffle past a bunch of people um, to get to the seat by X. And you see, again, the contract doing the same. So you see like a massive contract just bumping people in the knees as they try to get into the into the, um, the, oh, the yeah, ion sits, sits down. I don't sorry know. To interrupt. I, oh, go ahead. That's actually a very good question. Are we the only people, like, we're not the only people in this room. It's all other grad students, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. um, not asking you to bring in npcs into the scene i've prepared Who... some oh, okay perfect what npcs npcs are here i think the most notable people to you is is everyone from herlin house but like the people yeah. that are that are kind of repeats from uh previous experiences this year um mm -hmm. is kadoris uh, okay. who was the guy who got knocked out at the mage tower match and flung under the the tower um and then there is uh gavin commonbrook who's like pretty he's just like a sweet seems like a sweet regular guy um mm -hmm. i don't think anyone knows him too well aurora is there of course mm -hmm. uh rubina is there who is your housemate um yes of course our beautiful grayson uh is there strangely there has not been a gossip column uh oh. to, to come out since uh the purple worm incident uh and yeah so those are the the people of note um yeah i'm gonna go sit next to aurora oh zero don't you have your party to sit with gosh aurora it's almost like you don't want me around i'm hurt no i i'm fine that just seems the five of you are thick as thieves mm. but i can always diversify i can always hang out with other people sure. probably would do me some good distance you know spread the love did mm. jaysha get my message uh and aurora <laughs> looks past you to like the front row to the back of jaysha's head <laughs> I'm... I think across the room, like across the room, Jaisha, when uh, Ray noticed where Zero was going to sit down, just kind of like put their head <laughs> in their hands, like looked over and just mouthing like, what are you doing to Zero? <laughs> I messaged Jaisha from across the room and asked, Aurora said that she sent you a message. Did you get it? You sent her the message, Liv. Oh, wait. No. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I thought it was a different one. Oh. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's been two weeks. It's been. <laughs> uh yes, yes, I did. I gave I gave it to her, right? And what did they say? You Jisha is an interesting person because I think when they for all of their logic, they do it's like a it's like when one of Baru's machines backfires. It works fine most of the time, but every now and then a gear gets caught and just <clears throat> doesn't work anymore. And uh You know, if I, I didn't know better, I would think you were trying to ingratiate yourself to me by diminishing the qualities of your dear friend. Jaisha has many wonderful, wonderful qualities. And apparently some big flaws. Not a flaw. I just 
I think that they get shy. It's not a flaw. It isn't. Some people would find it charming. Some people would. Are you one? Depends on the person. I just think you should speak to them yourself. Okay. I didn't want to intrude on your little group without um, a bit of a green flag. Oh, no, absolutely. Just seems like a lot of you keep pretty tight. I don't want to disrupt that energy. They wouldn't be disruptive at all. Good. Maybe after the presentation. I'd love... Well, I wouldn't say introduce you two know each other already, but yes, definitely. Bria, what were you going to say? (sighs) Oh, I... I sent it to you in Discord. Don't worry about it. I do think you notice, though, as uh, Professor Sorva continues to stretch the, like, angle. And I think the longer you look at her, the more you get this, like, concept of a bonfire on a beach where a storm's about to hit. That the, like, embers and cinders kicking off of her are slowly floating in Aurora and Ciro's direction. That's all. If all of you are quite finished, and uh, Yuvilda waves her hand and uses her absolute, I mean, she is the Dean of Perfection for a reason. She is an absolute mastery of all of the elements and is able to uh, form them perfectly how she sees them in her mind's eye. Uh, And for this occasion, all of you are seated in sort of these like um, small, uh, tight lines of chairs and you're facing out uh, one of the glass walls of the observatory at the top of the tower. Uh, but she creates this um, this scene in front of you that sort of blocks that view. Uh, and she makes these perfectly sized mosaic tiles of arcane energy that shift into place between her and Salome, who is standing on the opposite side of the of the scene that is coming together. Uh, and ultimately, they come together to form this intricate and impeccable mural, this mosaic mural. Uh, the mural depicts a sun breaching a perfectly green hillock dotted with sheep. The dawning age was the birth of the plain of Arcavios. And the peaceful period following, that was a void of humanoids. During this time is when the five founder dragons of our beloved Strixhaven mastered the magic of the plain, unfettered by the many disruptions and imperfections of men. (laughs) You just roll your eyes, (laughs) Afria. I... Salome is doing her best. Uh, But I think, yeah, she's not hiding her sort of contempt for this narrative. And I think the tiles closest to her in the mosaic, like the space between them where grout would be, uh, there's just a little bit of vibration 
as uh, her vibe is catching in this sort of arcane mosaic. Go on, you're doing great. I know. <laughs> the mural. Oh, look at the little sheep. She, bah, bah. <laughs> she waves her hand uh, and the mural shifts again, this time forming the scene of a battlefield that is shrouded in red and littered with corpses. Uh, and there's Ooh, a the blood age. Tell them about this one. Go. And there's Go a ahead. subtle movement in the piece that seems to add animation to some of the bodies, making them seem as if they are reaching out to the viewer with their last breath for help, while the decimated field around them flickers in flames. Yes, I'm getting to it, Salome. Yeah, do it. Tell them about it. After humanoids came about and began to get an elementary grasp on the magic of the plane, they quickly devolved to violence. And what we it call... It lasted 3,000 years. Sorry, it was the... Like, you should get... Actually, you should do this. You do it. You do it. You're doing great. What? And it's what we call the Blood Age. Which, yeah, here we go. as Salome said, began over 3,000 years of wars, violence, and struggles for power. Armies were raised, glorious empires were built, everything was torn asunder. And then the cycle started over. Many magics were crafted during this time, but the methods were chaotic, inconsistent, imperfect, and blessedly poorly documented. I'm taking that part personally. That they weren't well documented? Yes, that part. Are you not well documented? Is that why, Salome? <laughs> uh, you don't want to get into a verbal match with me, my tall glass of water. Keep going. Uh, there actually are plenty of records, if you know where to look, on the Blood Age. Uh, really? Vilda, like, I wouldn't say. looks down at a chart. Like, I think on a small table next to her and then looks over to you and, and goes, ecstasy, is it? Yes. Do you care to enlighten us of your stories? Come up here. Come on. What? Front okay. and center. I don't know if we need to do all of that. Center. I already said it. Don't undermine me. Come on. Oh, that is rich coming from you. Mm-hmm. X stands uh, as the two professors kind of go back and forth, like very much unclear about whether or not they should go up. Mm -hmm. uh, but eventually they do walk up and they move like a perfect approximation of how a normal person would move. But there is something so slightly off about it that it doesn't seem normal, even though it is perfectly normal the way that they move. And they get up next to Professor Salome and look out at their friends and. Uh, fellow students. There Ciro sinks of... into their seat, by the way. Like, <laughs> it is well documented that Ciro is a part of this group. <laughs> so Ciro <laughs> just, like, sinks into their seat. <laughs> uh, very subtly, as X begins to speak, I want to use minor illusion to dim the mosaic tiles behind X. To just make it seem a little darker and a little stranger and removed yeah. from this. Go on. There are plenty of scriptures, prayers, old pieces of parchment hidden in monasteries across Arcavius. 
that talk of the Blood Age very clearly. They may not be exact academic texts, as you might refer to as well-documented, but they are lyric and they are informative. I'm not sure that um, a bardic song 2,000 years removed is really as notable as a ledger. Really? Uh, really? Just from a history perspective, yes. What tells more truth? A to-do list or a song? Something that people have poured time and energy and passion into. I would hardly call a ledger a to-do list, Salome. A settling of accounts. You think there's truth in that? Of course. Hmm. Each stroke of the pen in something like that is made with deliberation and intent. It's factual, but it is not truth. And it is surprising that you would so loudly admit to not knowing the difference. Why I don't you continue your little lecture? I don't think we need to argue semantics in front of the students. Oh, I think they deserve truth and expression. And that's why you're here. Thank God for that. Thank you very much, Ecstasy. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Uh, no, Professor. I, I, I agree that when it comes to matters of evil, destruction, and corruption, most truth is not often found in actual historical texts. You find it in um, matters of, of belief, I think, more clearly. I need some fruit leather. Um, Would um, you like some fruit leather? <laughs> fruit, <laughs> and I just reach into a pocket and offer some snacks. Why would you leather up? Okay, thank you. We have a luncheon later, Salome. You're going to ruin their appetites. All right, ingredient mom, go. Ingredient Continue your lecture. Mom. I'm getting bored. If I may. And Jisha, I think, like, raises their hand from the front. I think even kind further. Of looks, <laughs> looks back down at, at the, the, the ledger on the small table next to them and then, and then goes, Yes, Jisha. I'm... Up here, up here, come on. Oh, no. I really um, don't think we need to keep doing this sort of... It's just a question. Go ahead. Uh, I am curious about the truth that you mentioned, Professor Salome. I think as students of Strixhaven, we're all interested in truths. Mm. And if this is not it, then I question the... Not to be disrespectful, do, do but not, the merits. Do not be thrown off by Salome. This is the factual truth. What Salome is referring to is the emotional truth, which is a much... I love when you speak for me. ...different thing. Um, and mm. not what this lecture is about, but perhaps the activity you have planned after can elaborate on that. But we do have a schedule. You're running I'm behind. so sorry. I have, I have a question, too. <laughs> uh, just, Professor Sorva, do you have more of that trail mix? I oh, just, yes. Hold I'm on. Totally and out. I'm going to walk out of my little box on the stage. There's going to be a luncheon. Go my bag. 
Oh, but the little oh. chocolate bits are so good, Professor. Do you just want the chocolates? Do you have a pack that's just the chocolates? Yeah, yeah. I'll just pick them out. I'll pick them out. That's dessert. Because, thank you. I am now crouched in the corner behind the mural, picking the chocolate bits out of a bigger bag of trail mix. <laughs> this is your opportunity if you want to keep going. Yeah, I think Uvilda notices the opportunity of you being distracted and immediately shifts the, uh, wipes the illusion from the mural that you put there uh, to brighten it back up and then shifts uh, it to form an impressive image. Uh, it seems even larger, if not in size than in uh, power, but of all five of the found dragons in flight side by side uh seemingly about to soar over the heads of the viewers uh there's valimachus lorehold a red and white dragon stones falling from her powerful talons galazeth prismari a red and blue dragon ensconced in flames and lightning and water tanazir quandrix a blue and green dragon trailed by fractals uh, Shadrick's silver quill, a black, black and white dragon, almost lost in inky shadows, and Belladros Witherbloom, a black and green dragon, wings feathered like a crow's, each undeniably fearsome and awesome in their own way. Seven hundred years ago, the founder dragons felt as if they could no longer stand idly by and transitioned the Blood Age into the Mystic Age by seizing control of the plane, founding Strixhaven, and facilitating the first trial of Ascension. The founder dragons spent hundreds of years training mages in the ways of spellcraft in order to heighten their minds, their consciousnesses, and their hearts in order to prevent a second blood age from occurring. During this time, magical discovery and insight bloomed voraciously. Have you finished your task, Bria? Nope, still digging. Thank okay, you good. so much. I'm being thorough. It was a good think bucket. I think Uvilda stops expecting you to, to interject something. And then sees you're still scrabbling in the background. And it's like, okay, keep it going. <laughs> I turn a little bit and it's full chipmunk cheek full of the not chocolate parts. Oh, I thought it was the chocolate parts that you were no. going to say. <laughs> I've got a little bowl of the chocolate parts. And then I'm just sort of jamming other bits in there. Beautiful. Um... The mural then transforms into a star arch brimming with light in the midst of a pastoral scene. The light coming from the floating stone archway seems to pulse with energy. A nearby servant grazes a bit before lifting its head to look at the viewer. And again, this is still in that mosaic, that arcane mosaic format. So everything kind of moves like, uh, an, like a, an oil painting that's been uh, animated. Um, or sort of like a stop motion of like uh, mosaic after mosaic. Uh, once every century, uh, the arcane gates form beneath the star arches across Arcavios. will begin to thrum in anticipation of the next ascension cycle. And on the day of the trials, they will glow with a brilliance that can be seen across the vast lands. And uh, when she says that, the light on the archway and the piece pulses even further. Um, Yes, uh, looks not the chart. <laughs> Barugash. Um, do we know much about the star arches? Uh, like why they're there, how, how they work? Um, we know that they are used as gateways for the ascension cycle and only seem to be active during the periods 
of the cycle of ascension, um, that they have been present across Arcavios for at least the past 700 years. Were you looking after something specifically? Um, yeah, yeah. And I point at the Servine. Are they linked in some way? What? From is? what I've... The Servine and Star Arches, from, from the few accounts I was able to get, they always seem to linger around there. Is, is there anything else we know about that connection? Well, I, not servants specifically, but most fauna are drawn to the star arches in these times when more energy seems to be funneled into them from the earth. It hurts not knowing a good answer, doesn't it, Uvilda? And I walk over and hand stag just a bowl full of the chocolate parts. Oh, sweet. Do you have a better Thank response, Salome? No. And isn't that a shame that an entire institution devoted to magical learning can't give this young mind a better answer than fauna are drawn to the star arches. They were asking if a servant is connected and that is the connection. Mm. Uh, everything craves power. Doesn't it? Does that answer your question, mm. Arugash? Don't shake your head, Sadame. I'm not asking you. I think it's very clear, just because of who Baragash is as a person, that their face betrays them. Mm. They say, yeah, but it's very clear that they're still just as confused, if not more confused. You don't have to lie. Um, well, I, I, it, okay, it, it doesn't answer my question, but... We don't have the answer. Means... Yeah, it's yeah. Do you know if there is anyone that does? But if, if the answer, if the question is, are is there a correlation between the star arches and servant? Then the answer is yes. All fauna, including the servant, are drawn to the star arches in periods of the of the ascension cycle. The question has been answered. So literal. I think what's missing is why. Very good. I mean, I think a better we, question. We could theorize um, certainly many things, but oh, okay, theorize. Well, I will not be theorizing in this session, but there are certainly many schools of thought on the subject of ascension, and we are just delivering the basics, and you can form your own path from there. Jasha, what do you think? Best guess. Um, uh, from from my understanding, from my studies, these star arches have some sort of uh, particular magical qualities that uh, were in some way connected to the founder dragons and mm. God. The ascension cycle is meant to bring us closer to godhood, and so perhaps us people. The students, the uh, academics, maybe we're not the only ones trying to cross that barrier. Makes sense. It seems silly, I know. Uh, no! Hey, 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 hey! Whoa! Where does it seem silly? Am I laughing? That animals might try to ascend. Why wouldn't they? 
Who was it uh, just a minute ago that said things seek power? Who was that? Um. It was you. <laughs> you all agree, right, students? Things seek power, energy, knowledge, truth, vitality, right? So Stay why tuned. not? Why not a little lamb in a field? Why not a servant? What makes you different from them? Just the walls that you build around yourselves to explain what you're doing? Um, are we done with the lecture part yet? We Uvilda? are not. Oh, my I God. keep getting interrupted. <sighs> Actually. Can you say something more interesting so maybe we won't interrupt you with better questions? I think I could say the most interesting thing in the world. Oh, Salome, that would be you would such a, one, a fun change of pace. Interrupt me. You're not wrong. But let's try one time, you and I. Maybe later. All right. As I was saying, each hopeful. Y'all yeah. are y'all are messy and queer. Get out what? of here. Um, <laughs> I've been I'm just sensing it. like uh, rivals to lovers. Oh thing going yeah, on, so, you know. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. they're not they're mutually gonna... exclusive. They're going to go home to the same home, and that's the big reveal to the audience that they're actually. <laughs> <here right now. laughs> no one would be this messy and not have a big relationship oh behind it. Yeah. Um, each hopeful must step within one of the arches and be subjected to a test, the details of which are unknown, and I would love no commentary on this, but it is often theorized that they are unique to the participant. If one is chosen, they will not exit the gate and will never be seen again on this mortal plane. Those who are not chosen will exit the gate, their memories fogged, and will not be able to take part in the cycle again. Though someone returned insisting that someone or something was there with them. They can still feel a consciousness fixed upon them. This phenomenon has led to the belief in the trespasser, an interloper that is thought to be observing and taking advantage of their vantage point to infiltrate our pantheon. That's interesting. See, I told you I could interest you. Oh. I should have trusted. The mural shifts into a scene with a long table at its center. The table is filled with people and each one is turned to their neighbor and sharing words. The silhouette of their lips in the mosaic moving almost indiscernibly. There are many different schools of thought on the matter of ascension, but most agree that one attempting the challenge of becoming a deity of the plane must be pure of heart, singular in their goals, and a paragon of their peers. Whatever power means to you, that is what you should be chasing. And she gives a pointed look to ecstasy. The founder dragons left us to our own devices 300 years ago, and it is our solemn duty to honor their gift. Whatever ideology you may ascribe to, we challenge you to do your best and to push yourself to your very limits so that you can take your seat above and help lead Arcavios into further prosperity and enlightenment. There is no place in our pantheon, or in this program for that matter, looks over at Salome, 
for the desolatory and the imperfect. <laughs> and with finality, she wipes and the, the mural blinks out of existence. Uh, and the group of you are just left once again staring out across the, the, the glass opening overlooking the Prismari campus that is just made of writhing, um, writhing towers. Ah, uh, lovely, lovely. That was so good. It, you don't need to clap. I can be supportive. Uh, yes, ecstasy. Is this the part where we ask questions now? Sure. If the ascension cycle is perfect and those who ascend perfect within it, then why is our world so imperfect? The world question. that they rule over. <laughs> A god of water who ascends and invokes drought. Is that perfection? It is a world. A god of war who brings death and suffering. Is that also perfection? It is a work in progress. You can't expect after 3,000 years of the decimation of the Blood Age to be able to come back in a fraction of the time. Miss Lilytwill. Um, life needs death. It's simple as that. It's not a... It's not about doing the best, but keeping things even. That's perfection. Not too much or too little of one thing. So the bad things, the imperfect things, are actually a counteracting. Balance. If it's about balance and evenness, then doesn't the ascension in and of itself seem imperfect, unjust? There's only a select few that ever get to ascend. What about everyone else? No, that's, they just weren't worthy. But that's imbalance. How is that fair? Power for the few so that no one else gets anything? They get... Maybe not everyone deserves it. Kind I don't know. Like, if you give godhood to, like, everyone in Arcavios, I feel like the world would kind of, like, suck major balls. If Why? everyone's a god... No, no, no. no. Stop. Why? Stag. Uh, well, uh, I mean, it's just, you know, like, because there's bad people out there and there's good people out there. So if everyone got to become a god, that means the bad people would become gods, too. And it just become really chaotic, like a second blood war. That's what my dad's always say. Hmm. But who are we to determine who's good and who's bad? I mean, everybody has their own. Oh, it's not, it's not us. That's, that's why the, the gates happen. That's why there's a system. Anyone can go through. But, like, but who it's made, not us who chooses. But who does choose? Who made the gates? Who makes those decisions? The founder dragons gifted them to us. Gatekeepers to the last. Yeah, the gatekeepers. <laughs> That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, gatekeepers! Yeah! yeah Max says positive. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Gatekeepers affectionate. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, listen, let it be known that Cyril is like in the corner nodding along. Because, like, yeah, there's people in charge and those people make decisions. Stag's also nodding along like that's the most normal thing in the world. 
it was set up to run itself. And all we have to do is put ourselves in a position to be worthy. And not everyone is. And yes, I am done, Salome, if there are no further questions. Do anyone, does anyone have any other questions for uh, the good Dean here to artfully dodge? Or are we limbered uh, up for my portion? I, I actually do have just one last question. Uh, it's something I've always wondered, but I've never really gotten a straight answer uh, when, I, when I've asked it. Uh, if someone tried, you know, to ascend and they failed, they came back, what happens if they try again? They are barred from entering. Right, it just sort of like spits them out, right? They can't even get past the wall. Got it. So I just want a confirmation, that's all. Hmm. Well, I have worked up an appetite. Let's grab some lunch and then we'll begin my portion. Uh, and as you all head off to the luncheon that was prepared for you, appetites ruined. <laughs> that is... Salome uh... is undeterred by her snacking. It is just feeding a little fire. She's that's like, good, right. time for more. It's keeping you primed, you know? Mm, mm. Uh, but that's where we're going to take our break. Uh, during the break, if you want to uh, post on socials about the show, uh, remember to use the hashtag HigherEdRPG and uh, remember to go drop a follow to our entire cast and uh, including our special guest, Abria, over on their Twitter pages. And uh, we'll see you soon. I'm going to run a giveaway, so stick around in the chat. Uh, bye. The luncheon has wrapped up and you are back in the same room. Uh, Sans, the Dean of Perfection, uh, and Salome, now fueled to the, the brink, is, <laughs> is ready uh, to take you all on without interruption. Um, Avria, take it away. As we walk back into the space that had those chairs lined up, uh, I think you see that she kind of just grabs, well, like she's walking up them, like Salome walks up the middle aisle and grabs one chair on either side of her and they begin to like ash, like a fuse, like they're being immediately consumed and I want to burn all of the chairs away to leave a big open space at the center. Full of ash? Yeah, full of ash, why? <laughs> just checking, yeah. What, is, what's dusty? Is this a problem? It's a big dusty room with nothing in it now. I'm who's yelling at me? <laughs> God! <laughs> Welcome. <clears throat> it's dusty. Okay. In my, I thought that was going to go <clears throat> different. <clears throat> the more I yell, it gets worse. I cast gust of wind. <laughs> I'm gonna blow oh it all away. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, everyone, make a constitution check. <laughs> okay, uh, it's save a strength a save. It's a oh, I'm sorry. It's a strength save. Strength. Did you save. say strength? Oh no. Uh -huh. Or constitution. Uh, if a oh, says strength. strength, it's strength. Oh, okay. Gust um, of wind is a strength check. <laughs> 
Oh, I got an eight. eight. I rolled a three, so that's an eleven. I rolled a twelve, and Star rolled. Ugh. Star roll weighs like four hundred pounds, doesn't she? Yeah, but they they still have, they have still have a score and everything. Mm. I assume they have. Should they roll? I can just not let them make that's them roll. Uh, I'm fine with the roll because it's not. It doesn't cause any damage. It just uh, creates uh, difficult terrain. But yeah. uh, we'll yeah, just Star say. So okay. <laughs> yeah. Star moves as normal. Everyone else gets slowed down. And I think after like one big oh sorry, what did you get? Oh, I was gonna say, can I I'm gonna be a little asshole. Let me grab this ladder so I can reach. I can fly. Can it be dexterity to see if I catch the gust of wind? No. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Hi. <laughs> Let me just be very clear. I'm not Vanna. No. <laughs> I think you roll with disadvantage. <laughs> Really, actually, really quick. Honestly, are you would. flying when you come into the room? Uh, yeah, I think Star flies like most absolutely places. roll disadvantage. <laughs> oh, you got to be a bug yeah, on the windshield. Good job. Yeah. I can't believe this backfired on you so hard. <laughs> <laughs> the ladder is coming out from underneath yeah. you. <laughs> I admitted it was a reach. I respect shameful. Um, I got I rolled a twelve originally, and then I just rolled an eleven. So I'm fucked either way. It's fine. Yeah, a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, so <laughs> for the rest of you, uh, for the rest of you, uh, as you walk forward, you are like assaulted with this like cloud of dust, and you see behind you like a perfect silhouette of your walking pose uh, in cleanness on the wall, where the dust is everywhere else. Uh, with the exception of you, Liv, who has splatted into the wall. <laughs> no damage. Just kind of just gently blown back. And all the, walls, all the walls are glass. So you're, you're pushed against the glass wall of the observatory and you look straight down and you're like 20 stories up. It's, you know when like birds hit the glass? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 It covered in soot. Like Ciro has very fine clothes, absolutely covered in soot, pressed up against the glass. Hates us already. <laughs> absolutely hates it here. But this room is much darker now that all of the natural light from the glass is obscured by this level of ash. And you are in a fairly dark, secluded space with just you and the other students. And Professor Salome standing at the center of a wind that she uh, dies down, though she still is sort of roiling with fire being whipped up. Okay, we're all filled. We're, are we feeling good? Did everyone use the bathroom if they do that? It's time to get into our bodies. Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we? Yes. Enthusiasm. Uh, yeah. Important here. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Ready. Great. I don't know what okay. we're ready for. What? What are we doing? What? What 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 are we doing? What's this lecture about? Oh, the ascension. This is what we've been oh. talking about. Okay. You got the history. You have facts now. And now I'm here to talk to you about the expression of those facts. The truth. Three things. Who remembers? what the three things required of one that would ascend would be. Come on, this is for grades or a point or whatever sort of arbitrary mechanism you use to feel like you need to contribute. Yes. Uh, uh, a pure mind or a pure mm. heart, a singular mind and, and, and. 
And I think Jish is like, you can see is like <laughs> the loading screen can't remember the third and final thing and is like panicking a little bit on the inside because they're not used to this. They're not used to not knowing the answers to things. And Jisha just kind of like looks to Ciro, uh, just like, help me. Okay, it was splatted against the wall. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm still getting down and like my feathers, or not my feathers, my wings are like flicking in irritation as I'm trying to read. I'm, I'm trying to readjust myself, so I can't help you at this I, time. I think you go, you go to look for Ciro, but you actually lock eyes with Aurora and, and Aurora mm. smiles at you. It, it very, like she's, you, she's finding you endearing. And Jisha's mind goes even further down the shitter um, at that Can end. I an insight check on Jisha in this moment? You may. Uh, plus, where's my stat block? Uh, 19. Am, is this a contested thing? I don't know what I'm if doing. If you want it to be. Uh, it doesn't need to be. That's okay. What are you looking for? What are you trying to figure out? You looked for help and you didn't see Ciro. We saw someone else. How are you feeling? I think uh, the the question that you had asked at the beginning of the class to Baru about finding that fire, about finding something, uh, the source of your magic or the source of what drives you to create, that. Okay. Interesting. All right. The three... Standards, purity of heart, singularity of goal, and a paragon of your peers. That third one, a little harder to define. Uh, everyone moving and removing. You don't have to actually do it, but <laughs> she's going to walk around and heckle you all into constantly like moving through the space. Uh, where do you think? Each of you lives out of those three goals right now. Are you singular of goal? Do you consider yourselves pure? Are you paragons to your peers? Or do, when you look for help, they not meet your eyes? I want each of you to imagine a leaf by itself inside of some sort of weather, something bigger than itself. Sierra, hmm. where is your leaf? Um... Well, it was tumbling through the wind a moment hmm. ago. <clears throat> Is it still tumbling? Oh, don't apologize to me. You can't hurt my feelings. I would never try to. Um, Where is your leaf? Still? Like, like, like still and, and attached to a stem? By itself. No, well, I mean, plants, most plants seldom have just one leaf. It's usually a, well, no. Answer my question. No. 
So something's coming for your leaf. You feel it. What's coming? Um, and Ciro is trying so desperately to find a different word or a different answer, but um, the first thing that came to mind is, and they will say it, uh, storm. Oh. Are you worried about the storm? No. Are you lying? No. What hope does a leaf have against elements that don't care for or about it? Wind, rain, and worse. Where will you stand at the heart of the storm? Where will any of you stand? And as I weave through, Vanna, I want to be using that gust of wind to slowly separate these five from the rest of their classmates. So they are subtly shifted back and away. And I push Ciro away from the, the other four. Who's with you on the branch? Singularity of goal, Ciro. Then there doesn't need to be anyone on the branch. You are by yourself, awaiting a storm. Interesting. Jaisha, where is your leaf? Fallen off of a vine on the ground in the cracks of the earth after an earthquake. Oh. So the storm's already come. The worst has happened. Perhaps. At least that's what it feels like. Oh. Is there anyone else here that feels like the worst has already happened? Oh. Stag. Well, uh, I, uh, I mean, just the theoretically speaking, many bad things have happened to all of us in our pasts, and maybe they are the worst things that will have happened to us. And maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I feel like the worst thing that could have happened to me has already occurred in my past. And it's very personal. I would not like to talk about it. Uh, yeah. Where's your leaf? Oh, that's easy. It's in a box. A really safe box with like 10 different locks or whatever. And like, you can't see through it. You like, can't look at the leaf. And I put the box inside like a closet and I've locked the closet and the closet itself is inside this like mansion that no one gets to enter. So okay. the leaf is super safe. Did I win? Uh -huh. Did I do good? A tornado's coming and you won't see it coming because you're locked in a box, in a closet, in a mansion by yourself. Good. X, where's your leaf? It's burning. Oh. Oh, that's fun. Was that the was that the wrong answer? There's no wrong answers here. Why is it burning? That's just the first thing I thought of. Mm. That's good. The fire doesn't go out though. It Why keeps it? burning. 
Mm. Go on. How does Elise feel about burning? Feel? The leaf doesn't feel. That's not true. Everything feels. Unlike my esteemed colleague, I am the Dean of Expression. What use is there to expression if it's not to convey great feeling? Why does the leaf burn? What does the leaf tell itself to make it okay that it is consumed? The, the, the fire has to burn. The fire has to consume. It has to eat for new growth. Oh. So this leaf is past saving. Most things are past saving. Pero, where's your leaf? I had had made eye contact with, or not eye contact, but I was staring at X when they said the leaf was burning. And without even their gaze, they just say, um, on the edge of a wildfire. Oh. Oh. Which way is the fire moving? towards the leaf um, the, the leaf is still on its tree but I can see the neighboring trees getting consumed and I know it's only time till that leaf's tree is too huh. what does your leaf think of watching its friend burn that it needs to do as much growing and budding it can before it's its turn. Oh. Resignation. Interesting. I suppose so. Yes. And I want to bring up the wind just just a little higher so that it's very obvious to the five here that they've been sort of sequestered off, but that... Maybe some of the words that Salome is about to say won't necessarily make it through the barrier. Why do you think the rest of them don't want to stand with you? I've never been good with people mm. I never understood them um, constructs and machines made more sense I understood how the physics of that works even the magic of it makes more sense than the people who often wield it so I suppose I could just never find a ground to relate to them with and I'm fine with that I'm I've been fine with that are you not fine with it anymore I don't, I don't know hmm. 
Cyril, why are you standing so far away? I motion to like the the, the wind. <laughs> um, I would like to join the group. I don't. I would. Are you lying? To. No. You didn't sit with them before during the lecture. What's changed? Professor, there's just some roommate antics. That's sure. And or. your roommate antics. Well, if you walked into the gate, into the Star Arch today, would some roommate antics be a good enough reason for them to reject you? No. And I want to get close to Cyril. Do you think they would even let you back in if you asked? Professor, I don't understand. I don't believe that my personal relationship with my roommates over something silly is something that should be brought up at this moment in time. I don't think that it's beneficial to the lesson. Three goals. Paragon of your peers. You are a single friendless leaf. And a storm's coming. So what are you going to do about it? And I want to drop the gust entirely. They could get closer to you if they wanted. They're happy where they are. Why is that? I'm, I'm sure they have their reasons why they want to be separated from me the same way that I have my reasons for wanting to be away from them at this moment in time. Mm. Yikes. One lonely little leaf. Not very lonely. Oh. Who do you have? My eyes go to Jaisha and then to Stag and to Aurora. Mm. And I also have my own family and peers back home. They're not here now, and that doesn't matter to you, I'm sure, but you have no idea what matters to me. You're great. Apologies. This isn't just a lesson for you, young Ciro. All of you. Single, lonely leaves, vulnerable, and a storm is coming. And you would hide yourselves away or resign yourselves to oblivion instead of fighting, instead of banding together. Why? What do you want? Why are any of you here? Someone answer me. To learn. Learn what? You can learn anything. 
anywhere. Why here? Why now? Why them? Because they know. Because they know about themselves. I don't... And I don't, really. Stag has a lineage, has a family, has purpose. Baru has her inventions, star, curiosity. Zero has a a singular uh, force of will, I think is the best way to put it. And X, as much as they maybe don't want to show it as an understanding values i'm not really quite sure what they are yet but they all know who they are okay next um i make direct eye contact with this professor who i've decided is my enemy um, <laughs> do you telegraph that yeah, I think it's pretty obvious that like you've you've struck a chord. You've you've struck a chord for sure. Mm. Um and I think uh although I'm me live the person loving it here. Just don't Oh yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little safety check, loving it. Oh um, doing. Yeah. Uh but Cyril like purposefully looks at you as they say, I'm here for because I have a singular mind of purpose. I am here for a reason, and that reason is to ascend. I have a goal. Salome is going to move in Ciro's direction. And those cinders, like wind being blown in a new uh, direction, the moment she returns your eye contact, the cinders begin to blow in your direction and everyone behind her uh, can feel like that feeling that you get the barometric pressure drop right before a storm hits as your bones get a little creakier and a little achier as she turns her attention on you. Why? Why do you want to ascend? What good will you do? Um, I'll do... Ooh. <laughs> sorry this is me like ooh. yeah oh no can't no sarah wouldn't say that no as you think uh, uh yeah 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 uh salome is going to gesture just over your head as uh the sort of like ash begins to pull itself off the ground and off the ceiling and forms like a sort of sooten mirror of a star arch just oh. behind you oh that's dope um I understand that there is, like I said before, a balance to things. I have an understanding of the world, the the take and the give and the responsibility it takes to, well. So you understand the world, but what do you have to offer it? Some great insight, some new perspective. 
Or do you simply seek to uphold the order that has always been here? Someone has to. Then step back. Why not test yourself now? What farther do you have to rock down, walk down the road? Go. And I gesture to move behind her. Um, according to you, I'm not a paragon of my peers yet. Prove me wrong. I don't care about being wrong. And I care about doing things at the right time, and it is not time yet. I will not fail. You don't know that. I will not fail. I will make sure I do not. How? By becoming the epitome of those three standards. And did anyone ever stop to think that the fucking standards were wrong? You happily kneel below before gatekeepers and beg for scraps. You want to prove yourselves worthy and then leave the world and the ability to change it. That is cowardice. But by all means, how can I help you all ascend? And then Stag just says kind of out, out of nowhere, do you know? You know what? What we, what? Stag. I, I just, what? do you? I know a lot of things. I am, I am messaging Stag. I am messaging Stag. <laughs> just like, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Counterspell. Like, just... <gasps> wait, wait, wait. wait. Be Verbal, somatic, and material. I see it's... you beginning to cast a spell, and I counterspell. Mm -mm, mm -mm. I don't know if it can be counterspelled, because I... Is it a message? It's a spell? An... Or is it a like, oh, telepathic it's... ability? Okay, it's... Technically, it's sending, but my Eldritch Invocation, I have Farscribe, so I can cast the sending spell without using any components or spell slots. Doesn't mean I don't see you casting the spell. Uh, I mean, that's true. If it has, if it has somatic or verbal properties, I would, I would proffer that Abria could counter it. That's true. Uh, then yeah. It doesn't yeah, yeah. have any components. Yeah, it's, and that's the thing is like, Okay. It allows no, we'll me to allow it. Cool. Yeah. No, you're good. Sweet. You send it off. I take it back. The stag like What's shakes wrong? their head like a horse trying to rid themselves of like f stinging flies that are like in their in their head. Uh, uh, I just I just mean like, do you know? Yeah. Everyone knows. What? <laughs> what you did? 
Stag looks over their shoulder at the other graduate students that are not their cohort this, like in the room. This entire time, the other students have just more and more bunched together and are visibly afraid of Salome and are, do, are, are, are making no moves to like help you or jump in and speak for you or anything. And I think at this, like the energy shifts in the room and they're all looking at you a little differently. Stag narrows their eyebrows together at this like huddled sheep herd of like the other graduate students, then looks back at the professor. What do you, what, what do you mean by that? But did you, did you tell, tell them? Me? No. Then who did? Doesn't serve my interest to tell them. But they know. That's why, even under the assault of my words, they don't come to defend you. They know. And you're wrong. The worst thing that's ever happened to you. There's no guarantee it hasn't happened yet. I think we should talk. And I gesture towards the soot arch. Is that a threat? No, an offer. Unless you want to have this conversation here. But modify memory is a difficult spell. And there are so many students here. X is already walking. Toward the star arch. They disappear when they pass through it. In a puff of smoke. Ciro's gone completely pale, but will also turn and walk through. They also disappear. Hey, Baru. Uh, Josh is going to look over at Baru. Is Baru still wearing the ring? You can't tell. Because I remember it can turn right. invisible, so you don't know. I think Jaisha walks over towards Baru, and if Baru will allow it, will hold onto her hand where the ring should be and tries to, like, thumb over the finger to try and feel it. You would feel it, yes. And they're just staring at um, Salome with tears in their eyes they're on the verge of crying and they're just frozen in the spot i'm sorry doesn't have to be this way i promise i squeeze jaisha's hand a little bit and i will walk through the the arch and i'll leave star behind and i think the moment i disappear star shuts down you see all the runes dim and they kind of just stay stationary in place jesha will follow when it's kind of just stag on the other side of the arch she glances mm. back at the other huddled grad students and just kind of says, try to muster what 
social capital she has trying to muster what semblance of reputation remains here and just sort of puffs up her chest and says this isn't what you think it is okay (laughs) we're uh it's there's um we're i just want to go (laughs) i reach uh and just so tall (laughs) and get a hand (laughs) barely on your big ass like delt and just kind of give you a little pat of encouragement. Um, can you roll persuasion or uh, deception? <laughs> sure. Stag is specifically, she is talking out of her ass as she keeps going out. Like she has nothing and words <laughs> to spill out. We're planning a, putting a <laughs> show together. <laughs> and it's a big surprise for all the grad students. So don't tell anyone. All the grad students are there. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what should I roll? This is perfect. Uh, I would say deception, yeah. <laughs> I have a plus two. Can I provide the help action? Yeah. Because I nod sagely next to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. If, you're, if you seem to be any way in body language or facial expression to be corroborating, <laughs> yeah, absolutely help. I rolled a natural 18 and then a natural 19. So <laughs> it's a 21. That's amazing. Yeah, I think I think it's like one of those things where it's like it's in those those like moments of like mass destruction or or tragedy where people are just trying to grasp on to any explanation to why this is happening or to get their feet on something solid. And I think when you say that, like they've everyone like very slowly is like, yeah, okay, no, that makes sense. <laughs> a show when she's when she said, I know what you did. You planned a show. Oh, yeah. And there's like yeah. murmuring of, of agreement. There's between. a lot of artistic differences. So things have been very tense between all of us. But we're we're <clears throat> we're figuring it out now. Uh, one of the students to Salome is like, should we like stay or um... Salome is not even focused on the other students anymore. OK, um, yeah, maybe we'll go. <laughs> and and it's sort and of then- just like it's it's sort of that moment where it's like you feel like someone's about to kiss and, and you're the only other person <laughs> in the room and you're like, OK, let's all let's all kind of file out. Uh, so, yeah. You're you're being left to an empty oh, room. Uh, I do not let the other ones out the room. I have a plan for them. I just need Stag to go through the portal. Yeah, Stag will go through the portal now. She's oh, it's okay. Like- Sorry, you can take your time. <laughs> Wait, so if they <laughs> try to leave, are they like blocked at the door, or do you the say something? Locked. The door's, the door's locked. locked. Oh, okay. So we must need to stay here with no chairs. <laughs> good <laughs> and they all sort of reform their their herd uh but by the locked door now <laughs> and i think this is uh she's she's so little and not strong but just like high proprioception like very good at her body and will leverage all five five of herself to just gently sort of interpose herself between uh between stag and the students gently pushing towards the arch and begins like a massive inhale that will pull all of the ash from off the walls and the ceiling and the floor and out of their lungs as she calls all of this back into her. 
to take the memory of the last 10 minutes away. Oh, you don't think I do this and then just constantly blow my cover, right? Through the portal, please. Stag has been through the portal. I don't think she saw this. <laughs> yeah. I think she I would, I would happily yeah. let Stag have that. Like, you, you know what? If you're going to give moment, it to me, yeah. I will have it. Yeah. Then, sweet. Yeah. She, if she w- witnesses, then she witnesses. Yeah. Like, one foot across the portal and then sees what you do and just goes, okay, pretty sure we're super mega fucked. Uh, and, like, <laughs> falls backward into the arch. And then we'll go and follow you as the rest of the students uh, are just sort of, I guess, standing in a room by themselves, which is dumber and funnier to me. So I like that. (laughs) (laughs) They're just in a room. Very confused. Unsupervised. Theorizing what the show's going (laughs) to (laughs) be. They remember. It's the only thing they remember. Oh, do they remember? Yeah, I guess that's right. I have a feeling, a sense for some reason that there will be a big show. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do want that to be the only thing that remains. <laughs> uh, so the portal opens up onto uh, a vast open area filled with discarded magical creations. Elemental forces infuse the structures, walls, and numerous alcoves, the surfaces of which slowly shift, glowing with discordant lights that shimmer, clash, consume one another and then glow anew for any of you who have been here before this is the you know you would recognize this as the inside of the fury gale repository um and typically you enter through just a a really irresponsible cavernous opening in the south wall but um (laughs) (laughs) but uh in this instance uh, i where do you think in the space like central Abria, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. This is a show of like power and a, a moment to attempt to cow these students. It is right at the center of it. Uh, and you also, if you haven't been here, you also at least know that this is a really um, potent place of wild magic because all these sort of like failed, discarded projects of primarily Prismari students, so like elemental magic, is just there. Uh, waiting to be broken down. Uh, and in the meantime, is just like bursting and popping and sending uh, the elements all over the space at random and does affect uh, magic that is cast there sometimes. Uh, and a lot of students uh, have in the past gone there to do duels specifically because it's a remote location um, and uh, because the wild magic kind of levels the playing field so that's where you find yourself okay this seems like a slightly better place to have a good conversation do you not agree students x has their bow drawn not pointed up (laughs) but it's out now just as a heads up good to know If I wanted to hurt you, I would hurt you. That's not my intent here. What do you want? To have a conversation. How about this? I tell you one thing I know, and then you tell me one thing you know. Does that seem fair? Also, you know where we are, correct? your time here at Strixhaven. 
none of you are Prismari students, but I assume you recognize the locale. You can leave whenever you want. This is the Fury Gale repository. It is. It's where we throw away broken things. You know Klecka? I do. And Klecka told me something very interesting that happened in the sewers. Uh, no, it was uh, Klecka's a liar. <laughs> Your mouths. What? What are you afraid of? The truth? You can't dig yourselves into a bigger hole. If I wanted to take this to the proper authorities, I would have. There is no reason for me to talk to any of you about any of this other than I see potential. Potential? Potential for what? You all are so singular in your purpose. And if we were still talking about the road to ascension, that would be a stroke in your favor. But I think all of you are capable of asking better questions. Why? Why is it built like this? Why did the founders in their infinite wisdom build such a system? to enlighten, and then remove those who could do the most good. To where? You walk through the arch and you're never seen again. Where is the justice in that? Where is is the glory in disappearance? Why is a professor talking to Klecka? Well, I talk to lots of people. And they had a very interesting conversation with an associate of mine. Wait, the group. Have you acquainted yourselves at all with the orc? Who? Orc? No. I don't think we know who that is. Yeah, I was going to say, do can I do like a history? Like You can do, do a history check. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay. I, I'm also going to, yeah. Yeah, yeah let, me, let me pull out this baby. Baru is too panicked right now to think. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> Sweet bean. 17. 17. Natural 20. Yeah. <laughs> 20. 18. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. Everyone's rolling cute as hell. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's an organization that sort of ebbs and flows out of um, the realm of observation. Um, and the sort of basis thing you know about them is that they want to see the end of Strixhaven. They want the university to be torn asunder. Um, and they want all of the knowledge and magic held within to be available universally. Go mm-hmm. ahead. 
X. Do you think that X has ever worked with this organization before? Yes. Before. Oh. A flash of recognition crosses behind the mirror that is X's eyes, and they there tilt their is. head, but wait for everyone else. Huh? I see it. Uh. You've heard of us. Us? Us. Us. You're a, a terrorist? Explain. A what? A, a terrorist! <laughs> Yorkies are terrorists! Mm. It's a bit reductive. I have terrorists to that. It is a bit reductive. Use violence to achieve a political goal. Well, sure. I think that fits then. Terrorist. But I mean, it's a good goal, isn't it? Uh, from what I've read, you're trying to bring. You're trying to bring everything to the masses. That's what I've been saying all along, is that the ascension is unfair, right? Thank you. That the power should be given to all. Thank you, Jisha. What are you? What? I mean, that's what my research has been about this whole time, right? No, 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 Ciro, speak up. Talk again how, about how you want to make yourself exceptional so that you may do something to elevate yourself. You have not spoken about your goals in terms of a greater good. What kind of unjust God would you become? I'm not going to answer to a terrorist. You can call me whatever you want. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. You are. Those are not my goals, but I'm not going to... I don't need to tell you my goals. Okay. Are you going to do anything about it? Or are you going to wait and watch as your friends who have an ounce more of the critical thinking required to deliberate on this move through the exercise that we've set up? Feel free to stretch in the corner. You've made your mind up. The rest of you. Why? Why seek ascension? You had to come here to learn, to grow, to bud on the vine. What if you didn't have to? What if this wasn't locked away, hidden, acceptable only to those who are deemed worthy? by virtue of being able to be here, to seek, to grow. Is that just? No. <clears throat> no, it's, it's not. Um, and, and if it was, more available, maybe more people, less people would die because of these secrets, this knowledge. They would have a chance. And I want to reach into my pocket and grab that same bag of like dried kiwi from before and offer it. It's not a ruse. I question as far as I can within those walls 
but I see and I seek those with the ability to see beyond what Strixhaven can give you. What is being held here, guarded. Why, the five of you, brilliant, are given only drops of answers to your very good questions. We don't know enough. We could know so much more. I disagree with what you said earlier, Stag. If everyone is a god, then no one is. I think that's the most beautiful thing I can imagine. Everyone with power enough to help take the world in a new direction, a better one. I prescribe nothing. I seek to tear down Strixhaven because I believe that more people should be allowed to express themselves. And in that expression, we can seek truth. Okay, so what, so what was going on with the fucking worm? Worm? Can I make yeah. a history check? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> there we go. Seven. Seven? <laughs> You're like, I have no idea about no worm. <laughs> Woo! I think you absolutely see, like, she got hit with a Mack truck of what? <laughs> worm? The, the worm that your friend Klecka sent through the freaking Mage Tower battlefield and people were hurt? Some people almost died. Oh, I... I don't speak for Klecka. Her choices are their own. But if what you're saying is how you really feel, Professor, then was Klecka, is Klecka also a part of York? I suppose so. Look, then we are not a monolith. It sounds like they made a terrible choice to distract something from someone with a giant worm that's pretty stupid actually look i don't need an answer from you all here and now and you really can put the arrow down i'm not gonna i'm not gonna uh, attack you I simply want you all to know that there's another option. There's another way. Forgive me, Professor, for the error. It makes me feel better. Oh, well, all right. I just start eating some snacks. <laughs> I think Jisha moves up towards uh, Professor Salome. Uh, at, while she had been talking, they had kind of been like rifling through their bag and they pull out like a handful of like files of mutagens and they kind of like oh. go up to her really excitedly and they say, you, you've already got my answer. I've, that's, this is what I've been working for this whole time. These, these mutagens, my thesis, it has been about the study of anatomy, of 
trying to harness what it is that makes gods gods so that we can bring it into people. That's incredible. This is my research. You are brilliant. And I think uh, Salome doesn't quite make physical contact with you, but it's just sort of close enough that you can feel the warmth of her as her fingers are a couple inches away from your shoulder. And she regards you with a, like, genuinely warm smile. I think it's very obvious in this moment that the sternness is more affectation than the, like, warmth is. And I think that fire that is kind of kicking off the embers that are kicking off of Professor Salome, they sort of, the light hits off of the crystal vitiligo that goes across Jaisha's whole body and the geodes inside kind of like glitter and glimmer. And the same shine is reflected in rare own eyes as well as they see somebody who agrees with them for once, because I think the popular opinion is that the ascension is just, that the ascension is right. And Jisha has always held the unpopular opinion that perhaps it's not. And so finally meeting somebody who maybe agrees with rare point of view, I think they're kind of like losing themselves in it. I think they're forgetting entirely about the murder, about Klecka, about Chorus, about all of it. Right now, they're focused on this. What do we have to do? How can we help? Oh. I don't Me? think I would be a very good emissary of my organization if I immediately put you the task. But I think it's good. You are asking questions, that you are seeking your own answers. And if there is anything to be done, I'll come to you. You are brilliant. Yeah. All I would ask is that you keep going. Okay. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Is there any way to make this communication two ways? I am a dean of Prismari. And I keep office hours. You can come visit me whenever you like. You can expect me at them. I wait that eagerly. And Jisha turns to the... Oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. You go. Jisha uh, turns to the group, like, really excitedly. I think, like, it's very clear on their face that they think this is a great thing that is happening right now. They say, this is good, right? Are you serious? kidding me, Jisha? Thank you, Zero. What? What's the problem? Jisha, there's, 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 um, there is a difference between thinking outside of the box and being a literal terrorist. I want you to think about that. I want you to, to recognize that. Do we get to say that after what we did? A good question. It was an accident. None of us wanted it to happen. Intent doesn't negate harm done. I don't see so, how those, it, it, I, I, I fail to see how these things are connected. What? Do you want me to make this better for you, Ciro? 
What do you want? I don't need or want anything from you. Then leave. You don't have to be here. You didn't deign to sit with them during the first half of this lecture. So why are you sticking around now? Because I have somehow been forged into an alliance with this, with these people. Then consider this your permission to break it. Zero, um, these people? I'm not, I'm not talking about you. But I'm part of the group too. If you're talking about them talking. I I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I I thought that we all agreed that we were just going to I don't So they all had to agree with you. With I had you to wanted. agree with them. Mm. I'm the one that got dragged into this. I didn't do anything. My life is ruined now because of these people. And I like motion to uh, Baru and X. I'm here for one thing. And now my life is in shambles and I'm the one to blame for that. That's my fault. Purity of heart. Singularity of goal. You're almost there. So go. Look what they've done to you. Look what they've reduced you to. Isn't it so sad? The great tragedy of your promise, of your potential. Either make peace with who you are or go and stop tormenting these people with the ghost of who you think you are. I can't go. I was told no loose ends and now I'm here. I'm here now. I can't go. I have to. I can't go until this is done and this is over. And the second that it is, I'm gone. But I. Who told you no loose ends? I step away so they can speak. I told. I didn't tell, I can't hide from her. I can't lie to her. But my patron knows everything. You have a patron? (laughs) (laughs) 
one second. I'm pulling up things. Um, the Lady Nida is my patron. She is the ruler of my court back in the Fey Realm. Everything I am, I owe her. Everything I do is for her. And if she tells me that I'm stuck with you all until the situation has been fixed, I'm here. When did you tell her? I don't answer. Zero, when did you tell her? A month ago. You've been lying to us for a month? Don't try to sit here and act like you or anyone here has a moral high ground. I'm not asking for a moral high ground. I am asking for my friend, Zero. I have, I can't hide anything from her, Jaysha. So why not tell us a month ago when you told her? Because you would have been upset with me. My friend would have been upset with me. For a time? But you've been lying to us for a month. They didn't have a choice, okay? I... Look, I know where Ciro's coming from. Sometimes there are people that just have power over you and you can't do anything about it, okay? That's just how it is. And... I don't know <laughs> about honest this. about it. You can be honest about it. Fine. Then honesty on the table. I told my patron, for she is the reason why I am here. It is her will that I will eventually. Ascend. Professor. Yes. I may not see exactly eye to eye with you mm. about certain details. Where you find desire to put divinity to everyone. Well, I don't pretend like I want to ascend. That's not my interest in Strixhaven, but like Ciro, and X kind of casts like this sidelong look at Ciro. They've been very quiet this whole time, the same way they always are, mirror-like and quiet. And they pull their gaze back to the professor. I also can't leave. I have nowhere else to go. Oh. So pulling down these walls would pull down the roof over your head. Yes. And it's already happened once, and I would not like a repeat. 
I'd like to stay here for as long as I can, and I'd like to stay here with the rest of my house. That was the deal that we agreed to, the promise that binds us. We all wish to stay in Strixhaven for one reason or another. And that oath, to me, is sacred, and I don't wish to break it. So you acknowledge that your allegiance to this is out of obligation. If you had a better option, you would take it. There are several better options that I can think of. This is the one we've chosen. Okay. I respect that. And I respect your power. I acknowledge it. You have many weapons pointed at us. I have my bow. You may not wish to hurt us at this point, but when you do, you will, as you say, tear the roof off of our heads. Hmm. If the time comes and I see the opportunity to break these walls and liberate knowledge for everyone, I tell you the truth, I will take it without hesitation. And if that puts us some point down the line in this, again, you and I, I will take no joy, but I will understand that you will fight to protect your cage. And I will fight to free you of it. It's a very generous offering, Professor. And know that it is with regret that when that day comes, I will have to kill you. You will certainly try. Until then, how might we best find ourselves aligned? For now, you've given me all that I asked for, which was an opportunity to speak. Your secret is more complex than you give it credit for, but know that it is safe with me. My secret, also quite complex, I lay at your feet to do with what you will. I hope that you trust that I have everyone's best interests in heart. And if you need anything from me, I will help how I can. And I want to turn and out of uh, the sort of like roiling energy, I want to like grab a magenta band of it and like snap it. And it makes like another much smaller uh, like facsimile of the like star arch. This will return you to the room. Or you can travel through. All I wanted was to speak. All I needed was for you to have a chance to speak to one another. The secret that you hide from the school is nowhere near as devastating as the ones you hide from each other. I hope this helped.
And I just turn and walk through the starch. I try to stop you. Okay, yeah. She's easily stopped. Wait, can I um I have just some questions. Of course. Um have have people been killed for trying to spread this knowledge? Yes. Did did you know anyone um named Amelis? I like looking over at Vanna. Yeah, like, hey, I'm, Vanna, I'm what thinking. Do I know? Uh, right, roll a, a d20. Okay. Two. <laughs> I did use my natural 20 from before. <laughs> I wasted it. Connie was right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry. It's okay. I haven't had any of my questions answered. What? And oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. What do you want? I I want my sister back. Your leaf comment makes a little more sense now. I believe with every fiber of my being that nothing is lost beyond reach. If there are barriers, death and domain, it's simply that we don't know enough yet to find a new way, to forge a new path. Energy can't be created or destroyed. Everything that is still is. So I believe you can find her. Or I hope so, at least. I can be wrong. Yeah. Can I hug you? Um, and I think there's a moment where I think instinctually she's going to say no, but she just starts crying and nods. Oh, oh, sweetie. And immediately wraps you up in a big, big hug and gets a little warmer around you. Uh, I'm sorry. None of this is easy. But you've already come so far. Just keep going. You're doing great. All I can do is keep going until I can't. There is so much suffering in this world. And Salome kind of ends the hug and moves uh, one step away from the arch gate. There is so much suffering in this world. It is needless and extreme. 
I don't know if there's a way to stop it. But I have to believe that if more minds were put to the problem, a solution might be found. And, and how, how are you so sure? How do you know that if more people had all of this information, all kinds of people, that it would do more good than it would cause harm? I don't. All I can do is look back at the long arch of history and I pull up uh, with a minor illusion, like a really janky facsimile of the mosaic uh, <laughs> speech from earlier. This, this didn't work. It isn't working. So maybe something different could. I do not speak for all of the auric, and I cannot answer for the suffering that has been inflicted in the name of a cause that I do believe in. That is each person's burden. And I think you all know a little bit about that. But you know where I stand. And I thank you for listening. And even if all of this, and now Salome is just staring down Zero. Even if all of this goes in one ear and out the other and comes to naught. Thank you for listening. Please don't forget to keep asking questions. And I go through the arch. And X lowers their bow, tucks it back. Oh, the little tiny flick of their tail again. Everything craves power. And I think that's where we're going to leave it tonight. Thank you all so much for a fantastic episode. <laughs> that was so cool. Uh, thank you so much to Abria for guesting on the episode. Oh sorry, I yelled at all of you. I love you all very much. <laughs> <laughs> it was, so good. It was great. It was great. So it was so good. <laughs> Uh, wow oh my god um so let's do a quick round horn uh so that everyone can know where to find you let's oh, go in reverse god. order this time uh c are you capable <laughs> no oh. um, yes. hi my name is c <laughs> jesus uh hi my name is c i use they them pronouns uh if you liked what i did here tonight you're gonna like what i do in other places so check me out making very trans very gay art over on any part of the internet at pie sharp art uh you can find me in lots of different places most notably on saturdays at 8 p.m u.s eastern time starting next week is the premiere of transplanters arc eight i'll let connie take like the real spiel um but that's all eight of us uh for every episode connie jams eight people so that's our final arc check it out next week i'm never gonna be normal about it we cry for literally three episodes straight at the end um you can also find me on thursdays playing the mythic 
Initiative with Humna, and you can find me playing with Humna and Drac on every other Monday with Divine Intervention. I'm also in a bunch of other upcoming stuff that hasn't been announced yet, so just check me out on Twitter if you want to know where I am at any given time. And tonight I played Ecstasy, your perfectly well-adjusted assassin who uses they, them pronouns, and is having a good first day out of the nunnery. So <laughs> everything's fine. Uh, and I'll pass it to oh, Con. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> it's it's me, Con Con. Hi everyone, me. I'm Connie. Uh, it's me. Pronouns Becky and she. You can find me across the internet at by Connie Chong. That's B Y C O N N I C H A N G. Namely, Twitter, Hive, TikTok, Tumblr, what have you. Uh, when I'm not here being Mystagogue, Stags, or Graves, I am the game master and creative producer for Transplaner RPG, as C mentioned. Uh, we are an all transgender POC led dark fantasy D and D show set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world uh, streaming Saturdays at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. Uh, today is the last day of our hiatus, uh, so we're coming back next year, the first Saturday of January. I believe that's January 7th at 8 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time is the debut of Arc 8 of The Second Stranger, which is the final arc of this two and a half plus year long campaign that I'm so excited to be wrapping up sharing with all of you. It's only eight episodes long, so it's going to be done by the end of February. I hope you all tune in. Uh, basically, it's uh, the L word, but a lot more diverse meets the literal end of the world. So it's the fucking apocalypse. So if you like queer drama turned up to like 11 or 12 um, meets like literal oblivion, uh, you'll you'll like the second stage and you'll like Transplaner RPG. Uh, outside of that, I am the writer for for God Killer RPG, which is an upcoming PBTA duet game that I'm writing, uh, the Ashcan of which is being published by Magpie Games. Keep your eyes peeled for more information about that on my Twitter. And what else? I feel like, oh, I guess I'm a narrative designer at Bungie for my day job. That's what I do. I just like gaming a lot. Uh, so I'm going to pass things over to Humna. Yes, hi, hello. My name is Humna. I use any and all pronouns, and I am a TGRPG performer. Uh, today, I was Jaysha, who uses they, Ray pronouns, who is now uh, doing fine, because they're, they're going to be a terrorist. It's going to be great. Or it's going to be so fun. Uh, <laughs> who needs murder and coping with that when you can just uh, do other things? Uh, <laughs> You can find me on Twitter at hshahid underscore, where I talk about all of the different projects that I'm a part of. I'm on a lot of different APs right now, so Twitter is the best place to know where I am at any given point in time. Um, one that I will shout out that's coming up pretty soon is on Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time over on Going Crit RPG's channel. Uh, we will be coming back with another episode episode of Itaewon by Night, which is our Vampire the Masquerade campaign set in Itaewon, South Korea. It is absolutely unhinged and all Asian cast. Um, it's it's wild. It's so good. It's feral. You should definitely come watch. And like kind of sexy. It is very sexy. The last episode we had was it was spicy. Um, <laughs> so if you want, if you like that, you should definitely come check it out. Uh, and with that, I will pass it over to Jarek. Hi, I'm Dragon also a Eton by Night super fan. Um, so I'm just going to add that on top of um, everything I'm about to say. I, I highly recommend watching Eton by Night. It's really, really fucking good. But yeah, hi, I'm Drag or Draconics. You can find me on Twitter at Draconics. That's D-R-A-K-O-N-I-Q-U-E-S. I'm a TTRPG performer, uh, like AP producer, writer. There's going to be some very cool things in the works, so keep an eye out for that. Um, I You can find me every other Monday on Divine Inter um, on Exquisite Courts Party Presents. No, Exquisite Courts Presents. Courts Party's a game. <laughs> Exquisite Courts Presents, um, uh, where I play uh, Kronos, the god of time, 
Um, starting in two weeks' time, but I'm going to announce it now, we're coming back on Table Story for um, Kingmakers, which is our homebrew, high fantasy, very dark um, kind of game where I play a disgraced king who last we left off turned into a demon and attacked their own party members. So we're going to see how season two is going to pick up. That's going to be interesting. Um, what else? Uh, I'm here every saturday i was like what day is it every saturday <laughs> um playing Bargash, uh the gorgon inventor uh what else uh and i have some ap's in production that i'm the uh, i don't know what they call it production manager for that's gonna be very exciting just keep an eye out for that you might see some familiar faces in that um and that's it i think yeah, probably. There's probably more. Follow me on Twitter to find out anything else. Um, I can't remember. I'm still reeling from this episode. <laughs> we love to hear it. Uh, Liv, what do you got for us? Um, just a pain in my lower back. I feel like... <laughs> I feel like Sorry, I that hit me in my soul. So <laughs> this entire episode, but I ended up having an absolute blast. Thank you so much, everyone. Um, hi, I'm Liv. I use she, they pronouns, and I am a TTRPG enthusiast and performer. Uh, really shockingly, don't have that much going on right now. There's this regularly and uh, Total Party Chills Under the Table will be coming back. Under the Table is a, um, man, how do I explain it? Basically, we play everything that's not Pathfinders or D&D. Love those games, but that is the goal. They're everything but that, mainly focusing on smaller indie creators. We're going to be coming back with our fourth season soon. I'll make sure to announce that when that happens, but um, not to get somebody on this cast too excited it is our pirate season we're doing pirates y'all we're doing pirates this season jack's never been a pirate mate listen my people will talk to your people and maybe we'll let you guess on uh under the table i'll play it's the been... same pirate i'll play athenos again and it's i just pissed with everyone <laughs> No love for your it's other a pirate. Different system. <laughs> I I Watch choose that to pirate. believe it's that Mix is peacefully retired now. Oh, we love he's, that. For he's him. happy fishing. And by peacefully, you mean uh, tied up in some <laughs> shibari and having a great New Year. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that actually sounds pretty. That's nice. still peaceful. I want to make. I want to make clear. Vanna, I I'm pretty sure I taught Vanna what shibari was on stream in the. Yes, so like, I, I was remember shook. this. I was shook. <laughs> Vanna, what? <laughs> Nothing. I was gonna make a weird sex comment, like that thing that we did two years ago. Oh no, no. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. I was just knew yeah. it was, I just knew it was cool and fun. Oh, what do you call this old ropey tie him up? I like this <laughs> ropey tie him up. That is what that's no, no more shibari ropey tie me up. <laughs> oh, <ropey-tie-up. laughs> <Tie-up>. <laughs> no, you know shibari can still be that. But we're gonna start calling just standard bondage ropey tie up. Rope, <laughs> ropey tie up to the, to the party, being like, "All right, who wants to do some ropey tie up? <laughs> we're gonna do some ropey tie ups. We're gonna do some zip zappies. Y'all, there is an zip zappies. Oh god, is that what we're zip zappies now. The, I can't believe zip zap is now in my king. <laughs> let me get back on track <laughs> let me grab, grab the mic i won't make a terrible noise um 
But yes, when uh, that will come back under the table, we'll come back. Very excited to be under the table with all those heathens again. But uh, finally, after what, like two years, uh, Super Idols RPG is finally at the Sing Star Tournament. The, the Arcados did it. Um, oh, Super yeah. Idols RPG uses the math system and asks a question What if BTS transformed like Sailor Moon? Um, yeah. It's, yeah that's it it's about a bunch of uh teens who are really passionate about music and they have a group together and they live in a world where when you are really passionate about the arts maybe you'll rap so hard you'll get superpowers um it comes out once a month on sundays uh, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts and i highly recommend it especially because if it's your first time starting it out guess what drax gonna join eventually and then i will yeah, join later I for a while you're in it for a while my character played the piano so hard he literally caught fire and that was about <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> um yeah Amazing. And Abuya. Abuya, take the mic. Hello. Hi, I'm Abuya. I Iyengar, she, her pronouns. Uh, you can catch my work uh, over at Critical Role or Dimension 20. Uh, New York by Night will be back next year for season three when the coteries combine. Uh, and I will be at a Taz live show in April getting to play with the McElroys. Uh, I guess the biggest thing I want to reference is uh, the countdown. If you noticed, about? we'll end at midnight Eastern time. Anyway, in the new, in just in time for the new year, Maria. Just in time for the new year. I have no idea what's going to happen when that little what's timer hits zero. What's this? I better be big. Tell us. Sneak tell us. The Who web address say? is so funny. What Can is it? Can we have it? a hint? Can we have a little hint? You want a little hint? Just a little hint. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Damn. here it oh, is. Damn. Not the edge. It's really <laughs> funny because, like, every time it's like, tell a little hint. I'm like, there is nothing cheesier in this world than trying to be like coy about a thing. Like, I can't here's believe my little hint. There's so many worlds out there. It's just so stupid. You're like, I don't know. Just wait. We'll tell you about <laughs> it in a little bit. It's fine. Look, it's okay. I can't believe I got denied and edged by Rhea Iyengar live on Twitch.tv <laughs> slash Vanna. Wow. So that's fine. Okay, that's okay with me. Damn, we did that for free. First, first the project edging, <laughs> and some ropey little tie-em-ups. Yeah, that's okay. right. Yeah, we'll, we'll play Zip Zap Zap after. It's all good. <laughs> Um, thank you so much, Abria. It was such, uh, well, I would say a joy, but it was a bit of a, a fantastical mi misery. <laughs> I don't know. Yay! You're letting me be a bad guy that didn't have to be like me. I like, mean, I'm going to be the most compassionate terrorist you've ever met. Morally gray. I wouldn't say bad guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've all heard of Final Fantasy VII, right? <laughs> I got fruit snacks and war crimes, buddies. What y'all want? I mean, listen, listen we're shaking gonna, hands. We're shaking hands. I'm going to just put it out here on the record. Zero, terrible, monarchist, hate to see it. Me, live the player, live, laugh, loving for it. Let's fucking go. <laughs> yes. I love living in that moment where you're like, my character wants none of this. And I'm like, burn it. Burn it. Oh, exactly. That's where I was. I hate systems. <laughs> I feel trapped. <laughs> <laughs> um but i've been havana i've been your gm producer and other such things 
This is so good, <gasps> oh man. My God. so good at this. Um, I literally didn't do anything stories. today. I was an on-screen viewer, and it was amazing. <laughs> I had a great time. Was um, this good for you, by the way? How would you rate this experience? <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Ooh. Can you leave a Yelp review? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we're going to have some aftercare, and it's going to be delicious. Um, <laughs> it's going to be zip zap zap. It's going to be zip zap zap. Not this. And mind meld. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can find me here right on this channel, twitch.tv slash Vanna, if that's where you're watching, V-A-N-A, where I play the Vigi games full time and, of course, uh, the tabletop RPGs every Saturday. Um, I really don't have anything else going on, but I am plotting uh, either a Good Society game or a uh, period Cthulhu game <laughs> uh, after the first season of Higher Education Wrap. So stay tuned for that. And you can do exclamation point worm in chat to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Um, and we're going to go raid, raid a friendo. Uh, so if you just want to drop some hype in the chat, I've got a template here. If you have my emotes, if not any sort of, uh, good vibes will do. Uh, and thank you so much for joining us on new year's Eve. And we hope going into the new year that y'all, um, just thrive and, uh, and create and love yourselves and the people around you. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Hey,